Another week gone by, another week away from football, another week closer to the Redskins kicking off their 2019 season. We're here to talk about it. This is Hogs Night of Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We got Ned Bot Neil. How's it going, everyone? We got B. Roomba. Happy to be here. We got Dr. Chris Jones. Good to be here, too. We got a special guest. We got Zoe Berg Zoe in the house. Hey. So there's one thing that's particularly on our mind this week, and we'll get just straight into it. Um, right now, there's one big glaring hole that the Redskins are going to have a lot of difficulty if they don't fill this position. Are you talking year. about the punter? No, the punter, the punting situation is as good as it'll ever Okay, be. thank God. I got nervous. He's our MVP. I mean, we have, I think, the best punter in the league. For the past couple seasons, too. Absolutely. That big leg. Although, you know, watching the Super Bowl, Hecker for the Rams, he, he arguably made a chance, uh, a bid for MVP of that game. Looking like Tress out there. Julian, Julian Edelman. Yeah, I want a big leg competition between Johnny Hecker and Tress Way. Pro Bowl. <laughs> Shoot off. Do they not have Pro Bowl for uh, kickers? I mean, the, the punters go to the game. I don't know if they have like a special, special skills skill. Competition. They need to. I think they work in concessions. Or they something. need to up the uh, skills comp for the NFL. They've gotten better. I love the dodgeball. I oh, I saw that. That last was year. actually that pretty was fun actually to watch. Good, yeah. yeah, it's that's a blast. Yeah. So not the punter, but signal caller, the quarterback. I mean, it's been weighing heavy on our minds. I think for at least a month or so. We know, you know Alex Smith not in great position. To even play next year, they're kind of saddled with his contract going forward. Uh, but you can't go out there without a quarterback. So, I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the past, but do you guys think that one of the guys on this roster right now is capable of being a starter? No. I don't think so. If, if, if the Redskins don't do anything in the coming weeks, I'll be very disappointed going into week one. They can't think that this is a – a c- the current roster they have would be something that can give them a chance to at least compete. So I would like to see some changes. I think we we could potentially go with one of the guys, but I lead more towards Johnson because we've seen Colt McCoy in the past, and he's been there for a while, and I want to get healthy and everything, but I think that um, Johnson has a bigger ceiling. We don't really know what he's capable of yet, and I think the team really – believed in him after Sanchez and I, I kind of want to see him get more of a shot but I, I think it's going to take some time for the team it might be you know we might go 500 or something but I'd also love a better quarterback though it could also work yeah oh boy are the Redskins in trouble I think any option that they currently have on their roster is not sufficient I mean we need Colt McCoy to be healthy he needs to get his, his leg healthy. Uh, Josh Johnson may not even be back. It's I've heard some talkings that he might um, not even want to come back. So uh, I think the only option that the Redskins have is the draft. Um, and it, it's going to take some bumps and bruises to get through that with uh, a rookie quarterback next year. Yeah, and by all accounts, this is not a terribly strong draft class. And... The Redskins 
in a sense, shot themselves in the foot a little bit by going 7-9 and nine because they're not in a good enough position to be able to nab sort of these consensus top guys. You know, Dwayne Haskins is getting a lot of looks. Obviously, Kyler Murray from Oklahoma, who uh, I know Oakland Athletic fans are none too pleased because he was what, ha- be, what happened there? Well, he was going to be their guy. He was going to, you know, they, they spent this first round pick. They sent all their, their front office guys to go to try to convince him to not play football and come play for the Oakland Athletics, and that's not a hard sell. Are you, are you suggesting that someone wouldn't want to play in the Oakland Coliseum? The O.co. O.co, Oakland Coliseum, formerly... I don't even know what what it's called these days. Um, I haven't been in probably two years. You know about the Odako? I don't. So it's it's that f- it's the football stadium that the Raiders played in, and yeah. the I mean the Oakland A's play there. But okay. the A's were there first. A's were there first. Uh, so it's like the shitty baseball field. Yeah. Football yes. Fi- okay. Yeah. And yeah. the owner of the Raiders built uh, s- another tier of seats that blocked a nice view of the Oakland Hills, and. They're always, they've never been open during A's games, and I think they started closing them during they Raiders tarp, games. They tarp them all. <laughs> because nobody would sit in them. And that stadium is the place where I grew up watching baseball, but it is a shithole. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, literally, like once a year, the dugouts will just flood with sewage. Well, that sounds beautiful. Does it, though? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to play baseball there. That's all I'm where, saying. Where is Murray from? Because I know it would probably be an upgrade over Oklahoma. Tyler Murray, right? That's where, he, do that's where he was football, right? Oklahoma. He, yeah, he yeah. won. Um, he won the Heisman. So I mean, Oklahoma to California. Definitely an upgrade. Yeah, Living I in the Bay Area, I good so. weather. I think so. Let's see. We're gonna learn about Kyler Murray. He's from Bedford, Texas. Okay, so he's at that Midwest. He uh, he start yeah. So he started at Texas A and M, and then transferred to Oklahoma. Oh wow. Okay. So it wasn't even clear whether or not. He was going to start for Oklahoma. He was kind of, he wasn't a bust at te- Texas A&M, but he knew he wasn't starting at Texas A&M. Yeah. So he ended up moving to Oklahoma and then had this year that. How, how old is he? Also, He's a junior. Yeah, so he's got a year left, he's, but he's, he's ready for it. Yeah. He's either going to go play baseball for the A's or. Yeah, no risk in getting hurt. Has, um, yeah. Did anyone see, we might have to cut this, but he was on, somebody tweeted, he Damn was on. Trip, yeah. So. He wouldn't give a de- like definitive answer if he was going to be showing up for camp for the Oakland or if he was going to go to the NFL draft, even though he kind of tweeted publicly that he was. He was very yeah. – he wasn't giving a straight answer, and the guy kept having to ask uh, his dad. He's like, Dad, what are your thoughts on that? He goes, no comment. So it yeah, sounds like they're still kind of playing, playing games. I think that interview was a little bit of a nightmare. So Kyler Murray is sitting with Dan Patrick, and he has – his dad there as well and like every question dan patrick asks he turns and looks at his dad and is like waiting for the right response and like he's like when are you reporting to camp and he's like i, I can't discuss that and he's and then they why ask, go on the interview if you're not gonna yeah, yeah. yeah. apparently for gatorade, the apparently gatorade gave him a lot of money and just they just threw him out there and he was ill prepared and he looked terrible <laughs> Dan asked him a question. He's like, how do you think you're doing? He's like, I think I, I'm getting used to these questions. He's like, you haven't said one real answer yet. I don't, how do you figure? So it's interesting. We'll see if that kid is going to be as good or even in the NFL. Well, it's it's an interesting point because he's pretty much considered to be that top guy. Now, let's say he gets drafted by a team where he's not put in a position to succeed. I don't know if 
you know, he might just say, screw it, I'm going to go play baseball. Yeah, if he has to wait a couple years, why would he not just, would he start, do you think, in baseball? or would he? Well, in baseball, he's going to probably have to work his way up through the minor league. So there's those these trade-offs. He did so well you know, going out, earning the Heisman this past year, that he's put himself in a position to earn a lot of money very quickly at what is arguably the hardest position in all sports. So he's going to put himself through a beating if he decides to go to the NFL and be a starting quarterback, presumably on a team that is bad enough that they weren't good enough to have a quarterback to succeed in the year before. So you're putting himself in a, you're putting him in a position where presumably he's going to be behind kind of a flimsy offensive line. So knowing that he has this other option in his back pocket, this is going to be, I think, one of the more interesting stories going forward for the next six months, six to eight months. Yeah, not only are people worried about his size, but also his commitment to the sport, which you can't have. I mean, And, you know, frankly, it, it pains me to say this a little bit, but let's say there's a situation where the Redskins make a move and trade up, and you're Kyler Murray, and you get a phone call from Bruce Allen in the draft room saying, we want you to come suit up in the burgundy and gold, and you're saying, all right, well, all their offensive linemen are injured. And this is a team that yeah, things have been kind of rocky the past few years. What's the calculus going on in your head there? Do you say this is a team where I'm going to be a baseball player? Yeah, I'm getting like PTSD trading up for a quarterback right now. So let's let's not go there again. What's the fastest I can get to Oakland? <laughs> well, uh, the other option, though, I think for the Redskins in the draft is to try to capture lightning in a bottle a little bit the way that they did with Kirk Cousins where they you know they had him as kind of the insurance option guy for RG3 I mean we all know how that played out I think the way that the Redskins are looking at things right now is this year they need a bridge guy uh, if you say that the future of your franchise is maybe in next year's draft do is it worth spending a high draft pick on a quarterback for this year, knowing that the draft class is kind of weak to get a quarterback where you're probably better suited to wait a year. I mean, they're not better suited from a franchise perspective. They cannot go out there with the guys. I don't think they can go out there with the guys that they have right now and put on a halfway decent performance next year. It's kind of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, it's a really tough call for me. I'm always... uh my thought process is always taking the best person available uh, and and fill the positions that you can. Obviously, we still need a couple of linemen. Uh, there's other spots available. I think we just take the hit uh, next year and uh, position ourselves to a better, better prospect. I mean, the quarterback is your future, and you don't want to – waste valuable assets trying to grasp on somebody that's not going to lead your team in the future it kind of depends I, I think there's a chance you could see some some guys drop in the draft like how kind of guys fell into our lap last year sure. and, and it sure could happen with kyler murray if if there's still some iffy um ideas about what his plans are so there, there's a chance someone could fall into our lap but yeah i agree i don't think uh, it's going to be pretty slim pickings for the skins where they're at, where they're positioned. Um, and I think quarterbacks, at least the, the good ones, will probably be gone. But say there is somebody there, I, I think we go for it. But I don't think we need to 
definitely go for a QB number one, especially with the talent that might be there. It's neither been unprecedented for a player like that to fall to the Redskins. I mean, even two years ago, Jonathan Allen was considered to be a top five pick, and he came all the way down to the Redskins. But then looking at quarterback classes historically, how you think about Aaron Rodgers sitting there in that draft room and waiting and waiting. He was either going to be the number one pick or, or fall, and he fell all the way down to the Packers uh, in the, the mid to late teens. Uh, there are guys who... And it's terrible. It's embarrassing when you're sitting there and they keep on panning back to you in the draft room on ESPN. Mm -hmm. um, you think about, like, Lamar Jackson. So he was one of these guys who was kind of had this draft stock to be in that upper first half, and he fell, and he fell, and he fell, and he fell to the Ravens, and it ended up being a perfect fit for him. But maybe something happens and the Redskins get lucky enough that that's the case for them this year. Uh, yeah, I, I like that idea, but I think – I don't know, unless it's someone who's well-known, I don't want to go after a quarterback unless he's like top three or four in this in this class. Sure. I think we, we should go for a wide receiver or something else that's that's better. Because we can we can roll with McCoy for this year but and just wait. But Or hope, hopefully we have a good season. But um, I'm not sure if we go for a, a quarterback below, like top four this season. And I don't want to give up picks for a reach as well. Yeah, no, that would be devastating. Because they do, like you said, they do have so many – spots that they need to fill that you can't afford to mortgage yeah. your future and you know we've said it before we're not draft experts we're not going to be sitting here and eating tape and talking about such and such from murray state because i mean we watch a lot of what clemson and virginia tech and franklin, tech. franklin and marshall football uh and i you know maybe there'll be some guys from clemson and maybe there'll be some guys from virginia tech and there'll undoubtedly be a couple of guys from franklin and probably marshall. probably a quarterback more probably so the other option is through free agency, and it's kind of a weak free agent class, although there was some news today that Nick Foles is officially going to be leaving Philadelphia, and he would be a very – I mean, I don't know if they can afford to pay him, but I would not be upset if he suited up under center week one. Yeah, I think that's the Redskins' biggest hurdle is just the money situation. I think I heard 20 mil – that they have to spend and you know he's gonna be probably requesting around that number like i i don't see it happening um but who knows all right let's do rapid fire here i have a list of free agent quarterbacks f and m guys right yeah all franklin and marshall quarterbacks let's just do quick rapid fire yes no Guys who are available right now. Tyrod Taylor. Yes. Yes. Are we, are we talking? Yes, yes, no, Jonesy. Like a stopgap or what? I know, A guy who you would not be upset is under center in week one. Uh, Knowing th these are probably guys who are not going to get more than a two or three year deal because that's the quality yeah, of the class. Yeah, these, these are not long distance solutions. Like long year solutions. Presumably not, no. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tyra Taylor, I mean, he got kind of railroaded out in Buffalo for the worst quarterback in the history. Of and the yeah, I don't understand how they got rid of him because they made the playoffs. They're Right? They made it or did they? Yeah, he brought him to the playoffs. Yeah. And unless they yeah. knew Allen was going to be as good as he was, kind of the same kind of rushing quarterback, I don't know how they got away with that. But, I mean. Maybe his contract was up or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what happened. But, I mean, he started a few games in Cleveland and – didn't look as good, but if he's available, I wouldn't mind seeing him in D.C. Teddy Bridgewater. 
No. No. Yes. Yes? Yeah, I mean, he he's a big unknown, I think. Uh, so he was in Minnesota, got hurt, then was backing up. Gruesome injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did show some promise, like, when when he was playing, got hurt, uh, and then he sat behind Drew Brees. I mean, he's obviously not replacing Drew Brees, so uh, I think it's a little bit of unknown. I'd like to see what he has. He's an upgrade over Josh Johnson. I, I'd like to see guys with more more. And I'm just worried about name. his injuries. I'm just thinking back to what we've, what we've been dealing with. I kind of want guys who have a, a fresh history and just are not injury-prone. All right, let's do one more, and then we can we can round things out. And this one I think is the most intriguing. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitz Magic, Fitz Magic. Ooh. He's a guy you could get for one year. He's a gun for hire. No, um, no. Yes, with our receivers, no. Okay, with the magic, yes. If, d- we, if we change things up, yes. He but. did expose the Redskins defense as the frauds that they were this year when he just in Tampa. Sans a touchdown, though. No touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> but the two, five, two 500 zones, yards. Two red zone stops. <laughs> he, he is a gunslinger. I mean, you you, you got to root for those guys. But, yeah, Redskins don't have enough playmakers, a wide receiver. I mean, Tampa Bay's wide receivers were leagues above what the Redskins have. I, I wouldn't mind somebody like Fitzpatrick. Uh, Smith was good, but we all know he was one not to take risks, and I wouldn't mind. Fitzpatrick definitely takes risks. Yeah, but so did Kirk Cousins a little bit, and then he started wising but up before turned his contract it over talks. Um, but like I mean, 2018 the skins, the skins couldn't put up more than 20 I points all better, season. Better I would like to see more offense because we know our defense isn't always going to win us games, so I want a quarterback that can put up points. So, yeah. so that Tam- would, Sorry, go ahead, man. So I, I'll put that to a maybe. Maybe. It's contingent on the wide receiving core. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> yes, no, maybe so. Playing the game right. <laughs> you you won me over to a 40-60 uh, no. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. <laughs> All right, well, I think we'll uh, call it a night and keep things short and sweet. There's not a whole lot going on, but it's always good to get a chance to sit down and chat with you fellas. Any other final thoughts before we head out? Actually, I do have something. Hot, hot Any, take. Anything else? Um, yes, one more thing. Uh, I think some of you know Neil and I bet quite a bit. I did see the uh, the Lions for Vegas. I think the Skins are the second worst team, or they have the second best odds at the Super Bowl next year. I think it's something like plus 10,000. I'm not even sure what that means, but all we know is they're the second worst team according to Vegas. What so. are you hinting at? Uh, Bet it who, all. Who wants to throw some money and uh, see a good offseason here? Uh, let, let it ride. There's a chance the skins could make you throw it away very rich. Light it on fire. That's but the tweet I saw also was just kind of anger towards uh, Schneider and being like, how is this guy still in the position he's oh, in? Do you go on I heard you go on like the Redskins Instagram? No. Every ne- Never. Comment, it's blocked. We should try that. <laughs> every comment on every picture is just about Bruce Allen. Or yeah, I, I, I did see those fire Bruce Allen. <laughs> I saw those five minutes ago. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, you're a professional football team. You have to have a social media presence, but at the same time, you probably have to fi- hi- bring in a guy full-time just to sit there and moderate your comment section so it doesn't look like such yeah. a disaster. Yeah. So so point was uh, for the sportsbook update, 
I think the skins will make a move. I think something will change. Their odds will go up because of it. So I'm not going to put money on them, but I bet they'll they'll jump a few. Teams. Place your bets now. Wait until after the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be that'll have. That could change effect. the line though. I know. That's why. I no, play, place a little bit now. I think we need someone at you this. Want point. those really good odds? Get in now. We need a lawyer to jump in right now and like read a disclaimer saying like. The Hawks Night at Burpcast crew is not a legally Liable. licensed. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, end it with the. If, if you have a problem with a, <laughs> an addiction to gambling, here's the number to call. <sighs> all right. Well, on that note, I think we'll call it an evening. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back in your feed next week, as will a couple of other new shows. Once again, for Nedbot Neil, for Beej Roomba, for Dr. Chris Jones, and for Zoeberg Zoe, this was Hogs Night, a podcast.